My name is Phil Mendoza, and this is a championship bow hunting podcast fueled by Mountain Ops. Join me and my guests as we give you bow hunting tips to take your preparation to the next level. Welcome back to the podcast. This is episode 56. Today's episode, we're going to be talking about what to expect at the Alpha Bow Hunting Challenge and more of a, a brief overview. We're going to talk about equipment setups, some pros and cons to different types of equipment, and get into a little bit more of the event, just the, the details as to what, you, what you're going to encounter, what you're going to be, need to prepare for. Uh, before I get to that, I want to send a quick shout-out to today's episode partner, and that's Hamsky Archery Solutions. Uh, check them out at hamskyarchery.com. So getting into the event, again, the Alpha Bow Hunting Challenge will be at No Limits Archery in Denver, Colorado, May 28th and 29th. That is Memorial Day weekend. Uh, right now, <clears throat> the event is scheduled to start at 10 a.m. on Saturday morning. Uh, if you have not pre-registered and if you wait till the day of the event, we will have uh, pre-registration available for a short time before the event. I'm working on right now the details of having a kind of like a fun hike slash run, uh, working with Jesse at Anchor CrossFit to see how we can make that work. Uh, the day of, of Saturday, the morning of the event, looking to do something again where it's just, you know, if you want to bring a pack and, and go for a hike with a pack, we can do that. If you want to not wear a pack and just go for a jog, uh, also do that. Strictly on a laid-back, fun atmosphere, just as an extra, people want to get after it in the morning, you know, at 7 or 8 o'clock before the event, and, and get, get the blood pumping a little bit. Uh, we're, we're working on some details to try to offer that as an extra for Saturday's events. So Saturday, 10 o'clock, uh, essentially what is going to happen on day one is qualifying. The 3D range, uh, 3D course that we're going to be shooting is going to be a 30-arrow course. Some stations may have more than one arrow shot, so you may uh, need to prepare to, to have at least three arrows for one specific station I have in mind. <coughs> Excuse me. Some of the other stations may have two arrows. Um, what we're going to be doing with the 3D course on the, on the, for the Alpha Bow Hunting Challenge is really, I'm going to try to take you out of your comfort zone. Uh, nothing out of the realm of things that you may not, that you may, you know, encounter in the in the woods or in the field while you're hunting. Everything's going to be hunting simulated. But, you know, the the thing. Well, I guess to prepare for this is one thing that I've I've gotten a lot of questions lately in emails and and people asking me around my shop. What do I need to prepare for? What what kind of equipment should I be should I prepare to to bring? What do I need to plan for? And I will say, your bow hunting setup is what I'm thinking is going to be ideal for this competition. Can you bring a long stabilizer? You absolutely can. Can you shoot fat arrows? Yes, you can. Can you shoot uh, magnification? <clears throat> bring it. I will say that with many of these shots, uh, you're going to have some uneven footing. You're going to be, 
you're doing some kneeling and seated shots. You're going to be shooting from a ground blind. There may be some stations where you have a minor mild obstacle that a long stabilizer, uh, a lens in your sight, you could be susceptible to getting dirty. You, you, you're going to have to maneuver that long stabilizer around some situations. Uh, we, we don't plan on having anything like in Train to Hunt where you have two arrows in 10 seconds, your initial shot and a follow-up shot. I, I don't plan on doing anything to that extent. I do, however, plan on challenging the shooter uh, effective range, you know, where you're going to walk up to a station where you're going to have targets set up from 20 to potentially 80 yards, and it's going to be your choice to shoot an arrow at whatever distance target you want to shoot, and the scoring will be uh, scored accordingly as the further shots out, will will uh, you'll get more points on it. So touching on that a little bit, I want to talk about the scoring for this event is going to be a combination of two-dimensional and three-dimensional animal targets with a couple uh, spot targets mixed in between for some of these shooter choice targets. On your animal round targets, we're going to be going to a bonus ring. It will be a 12. The 10 will be the 4 to 5 inch size circle. 8 will be the vitals. And if you miss the vitals and you hit anywhere else on the body, you're not going to get a 5. You're going to get a negative 3. So it's going to simulate wounding an animal. If you miss, it's still a zero. So once again, the scoring will be 12, 10, 8, negative 3, 0. So that's going to be, again, we're trying to in, encourage proper shot placement, but also reward and penalize uh, you know, good or bad shots on a target. Again, kneeling shots, uneven shots. There's, there's a few things that I'm not going to touch on too much going to throw throw some stuff in there everything we will be able to use a rangefinder be it uh animal two-dimensional three-dimensional or the, the 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 spot targets everything's going to be marked yardage there will there will be a couple bonus targets again where you can opt to judge the target and shoot it without using your rangefinder for a few bonus points you'll have to <clears throat> get to the uh, there'll be two to three targets like that on the course i would say that I would sight in at least to 60 yards, potentially 80 yards, just depending on what your setup will allow. There will be a couple of those shooter optional targets that will take it out past 60, but you don't have to shoot those targets past 60. Um, that will be day one. Like I said, what we're doing on day one is we're going to be flighting everybody. Once day one's everyone turns in their score, then I'm going to put you in, within your division for example, in the men's division, if there's 50 people, you're going to go from first place to 50th place based on your score. Uh, we will take the top so many percent based off what I determine that be. It may be 15 to 20 percent of the uh, of the field. So, for example, on a 50-person field, I'll probably take the top eight, and that will make up the alpha division for the men's class for day two. The remaining 42 will still get seated. So 40, so ninth place will essentially be number one on the bracket within the open division, and then fall all the way all the way down through. Um, the broadhead shoot again, I mentioned in, in episode 50, is going to be a novelty event. So plan on bringing a few broadheads. Uh, if you want to bring a different bow just to shoot the broadhead event, I don't care. That's it's it's, uh, it's up to you. 
there will be prizes specifically for that event. And I'll tell you that as of right now, <clears throat> some of the prizes that we have to give away are a Hoyt Defiant. Uh, we've got a set of Maven binoculars. We've got Grizzly coolers. We've got some Hamsky archery products. Uh, we've got a few other items that aren't uh, set in stone yet. Um, like I said, there's a few other manufacturers that I'm, I'm, I'm working out some tweaks. We will have a few sponsored targets with some other uh, other giveaways. Uh, Fit for the Hunt is, is a local local crew here that, that have come on as a, as a partner, and, and they're going to be contributing. Uh, they're going to have a sponsored target, uh, Anchor CrossFit, we're working on a, a sponsor target for them, and a few other companies, local companies that we're working on. So there's going to be some great prizes on uh, for the giveaways. And again, there I'm still work. I'm going to be working up to the day of the event to be giving out more prizes in addition to the cash payback that I have already contributed uh, to be dispersed within the Alpha Division. So. It does benefit you to try to finish in that top 15 to 20%. Like I said, I'm going to round the number up or down to make it easier for bracketing purposes, and I will reserve the right to to do, the, do so. So I'm just telling you that I will let you know the day of the event what you need to prepare for. So before we start our first target of day one, you will know you want to be in the top eight or the top 16, or maybe just the top four, depending on how many people are in your division. So you will know that. Going into day two, uh, we're going to be going on the alpha, our alpha course, which is going to be our head-to-head range, shooting breakable targets. Um, I'm going to say that you know we're going to be shooting at clay pigeon targets. They're, they're going to be, I mean, they're in that four to five inch range. So equivalent to what a 10 ring is on, on the kill zone of an animal. The reason we're going with a breakable target is um, kind of the wow factor and also an instant no- gratification of pass or fail. You either break the target or you don't. So you will be able to shoot. You will be able to bring a bonus arrow, a sixth arrow, in case you miss. You've got one extra arrow to use on the range. Again, these, these are going to be head-to-head, so if the bracket is seeding shooter number one against shooter number 32, then number two is going to be against number 31, and so on. And it's going to be single elimination. The alpha divisions will shoot two rounds on the course. Everybody else is just going to shoot one round for your elimination and the bracketing. <clears throat> so... On that alpha course, there's going to be some minor obstacles. We're going to throw in a little physical element into that course. It's not going to be uh, it's not going to be very strenuous to where you're going to have to be doing 20 burpees or anything like that. You may have to belly crawl five yards up to the first target and shoot it from your knees. Then you may have to go up and over a couple logs, you know, for, to get to the second station. We may have some kind of a, I mean, there's going to be minor physical elements. You don't have to be CrossFit guru, you know, uh, gung-ho in shape. We'd like you to be. We, we want you to be aware that once you start breathing hard and, and trying to move quickly from station to station, it's going to be important to be in shape, you know, to be able to shoot your bow in the process. But you don't have to be a triathlon or 
marathon runner or power lifter to, to do well at this event. You need to be able to shoot well under pressure and think quickly, think on your feet. So that's essentially what you're going to encounter in the game. Now, as far as the equipment, in my opinion, speed doesn't matter. If you're shooting a 75-pound bow with 500-grain arrows and you're doing 260 feet per second, you're going to be able to use your rangefinder all across the, the, the course. So if you can execute a good shot, it doesn't matter if you're shooting 260 or 320 feet per second. So I think that this is going to be a little bit more closely of a measuring stick that you can use with your actual bow hunting setup. Some of these other games where you're, where you're having to judge yardage, it might benefit you if you're not as good judging yardage to shoot a little faster speed. In this game, the speed's going to be a, a much smaller factor. Again, we talked. I briefly talked about the long stabilizers. If you want to use them, you have to use the same equipment for day one and t- day two. You can't change your setup. If you have a bow malfunction or breakdown, you bring it to me. You let me know what it is, and we're going to identify if I will let you fix something or replace something. Um, or change your setup or deviate from what you originally started with. So my intention is to be as realistic as we would be in the field. And if you can change something for a like item or if you can fix it on the spot, then we're going to let you do that. Um, Again, you know, we're going to be shooting out of a ground blind. You're going to be doing a little bit of belly crawling. You're going to be moving around some uh, minor obstacles. So if that long stabilizer, the lens, if something gets bumped or something gets broken, you know, it's if you're not going to hunt with it, I, I don't encourage you to to shoot it at this event. If you have a movable sight that you hunt with or you want to shoot at this game, bring it. That's that's wel- you're welcome to do so. Those those items and those features on a bow, I think, can benefit you. Uh, fat arrows, uh, that's a coin toss. You know, we, we're going to be shooting a few targets a little further out. If it happens to be a windy day, you know, it's anybody's guess. If you're going to be shooting two different bows, one for the broadhead portion of the event, which you can do, and then a different bow for the actual day one, day two competition, and you want to shoot your fat arrows, it's it's up to you. So as far as what to prepare for, I'm going to say get used to shooting with the day pack on. Hopefully you're doing that already. If if, If you're used to shooting everything in a perfect situation, no wind, perfectly level footing, you know, the lighting has to be great. You need to start deviating from that. You need to start implementing, like I said, some uneven footing shots, some kneeling shots, some seated shots. You may have to consider some shots where you're footing, or you're, 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 I don't want to say leaning around a tree or you're twisting around a tree, but there's going to be some elements that I'm going to throw in there that my plan is to make you make sure you're thinking about what you're doing when you're practicing for your hunt so that way you're considering as many variables as you can um, other than that it's it's going to be it's going to be just hunting scenarios hunting preparation that's what we're here for we're here to bring awareness uh hopefully educate uh give you a give you a test measuring stick and put you under a little bit of pressure so that way when the season opens you know you feel that much more confident walking out into the field that's all i've got on this episode uh please keep the, the questions coming i'm le- I, I i handful of registrations already i'm very pleased with with what i'm seeing there 
once again, pre-registration on championshipbowhunting.com. Go to the shop or the store. Find your appropriate division. Pre-registration through the end of April. Get you 10 bucks off the registration fee and uh, a T-shirt. So we will continue pre-registration after May 1st, but the price will go up as I have to guess how many people are going to come after the fact and guess T-shirt sizes, and that's never fun. So I also plan on having uh, some, some hotels in the area and some camping, er- some camping locations, of which may be tough just because of the holiday weekend, but we will find some, ho- some hotels that people can stay at, and I'll put that up on Championship Bow Hunting. We're going to have a dedicated page for the Alpha Bow Hunting Challenge. So the episodes 50, this one, um, there's a flyer that I'm putting out on some local magazines. That information will be up there. The hotel sheet will be up there. And any other pertinent information that, that's going to come along. Uh, sponsors, we're going to list our sponsors and some of the prizes we're going to give away up there. So thanks again. Hopefully you enjoyed it. Hope you have a great week, great weekend. And we will check everyone out soon.